give you glory, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. give you glory. We give you glory. Shaka Bataya. Shake a big Murosikibi. Hallelujah. We give you glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
Hallelujah. Emmanuel. Hallelujah. We give you glory. Emmanuel. We give you praise. Hallelujah, we give you praise, hallelujah. We welcome you, SOAR International Outreach Biblical Sun, um, Service Studies, amen, hallelujah. Take a couple more minutes, let's just worship, amen. God bless everybody, we're about to start in a couple minutes here. Hallelujah, we thank God for your life, we thank God that you're with us, hallelujah. Hallelujah, we give glory to God. Hallelujah, we thank you, Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Amen. We're going to go into our biblical studies. That's right. We welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us. Hallelujah. All right. Getting a little feedback here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Porque é que eu coloquei. We give you glory, we give you glory, we give you glory, we give you glory, hallelujah. We give you glory, we give you glory, hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, hallelujah, we thank you, we give you glory. Hallelujah, glory to God, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We give you praise, hallelujah, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We give you praise. Hallelujah. We praise your name. We praise your name. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. There we go. Hallelujah. I was getting some feedback there. And I'm thinking about to get more feedback. I am. Let me level it off. Hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 We give you glory. We give you glory. Hallelujah. I think I'm good. There we go. Hallelujah. All righty. We're going to get into the word. We are in the book of Ezekiel. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you. Decreasing that you may increase what the Spirit of the Lord will say to us on this evening. God, even as you are speaking your word, let us have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord will say to us on this morning, amen, this afternoon, and this evening for most, amen, and some other parts of the world, oh God. But right now for this evening, decrease me that you may increase. Let the word of God hit the hearts of your people changing their hearts, changing their minds, illuminating their minds, enlightening their eyes to understand what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to them on this evening, morning, afternoon, in some places. In Jesus' name, amen and glory to God. Hallelujah. So we thank the Lord God for you joining us. Amen. And I believe that you hear us loudly and clearly. Amen. As you can see, we have our announcements going across the bottom there, but those that may be listening in, please, we're here Sundays, 8.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and on Thursday for Biblical Studies, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mondays, we're still praying, 7 p.m., and then the month of December, we're praying. We're having 21 days of prayers so we're praying, getting up at 5 a.m., whenever the Lord gives you and the timing. And we're just asking to start at 5, hallelujah, a.m. Even if you can't start at 5, just whatever, and wherever the Lord may have you to begin, at least being able to pray for that hour is also a blessing. So God bless everybody, and thank you for 
being obedient to God's word. Amen. So let's go into the book of Ezekiel. And we're going to read, starting 24, the fall of Jerusalem and her inhabitants. So we're going to um, allow the reader of the word to read for us. Amen. As we're reading in our audio Bible here. Amen. So please turn to Ezekiel chapter 24. Ezekiel 24. And we're going to read um, the whole chapter, 1 through 14. And then we're going to rightfully divide the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Ezekiel chapter 24. Again, we thank you for joining SOAR International Outreach Network. This is our biblical uh, study. I am Lady Apostle. So make sure you get your Bibles and get your notepads out, please, as we're going into the word of God. Amen. God will keep us from what? All danger. Amen. He shall protect us and cover us under the shadow of the Most High God. Amen. Hallelujah. So we thank God for knowing that he is our protector. Amen. He is our mind regulator, our heart regulator. He regulates everything that goes on in our life if we just move back and allow him to do so. If we get out of our own will and let the will be done of our Lord Jesus Christ, it will be a better place for us. Amen. So let's go. saith the Lord God. 
also the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, behold, I take away from thee the desire of thine eyes with a stroke. Yet neither shalt thou mourn nor weep, neither shalt thy tears run down, or bear to cry. Make no mourning for the dead. Bind the tire of thine head upon thee, and put on thy shoes upon thy feet, and cover not thy lips, and eat not the bread of men. So I spake unto the people in the morning, and at even my wife died. And I did in the morning as I was commanded. And the people said unto me, Wilt thou not tell us what these things are to us that thou doest so? Then I answered them. The word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Speak unto the house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I will profane my sanctuary, the excellency of your strength, the desire of your eyes, and that which your soul pitieth. And your sons and your daughters, whom ye have left, shall fall by the sword. And ye shall do as I have done. Ye shall not cover your lips, nor eat the bread of men. And your tires shall be upon your heads, and your shoes upon your feet. Ye shall not mourn nor weep, but ye shall pine away for your iniquities, and mourn one toward another. Thus Ezekiel is unto you a sign. According to all that he hath done shall ye do. And when this cometh, ye shall know that I am the Lord God. Also, thou son of man, shall it not be in the day when I take from them their strength, the joy of their glory, the desire of their eyes, and that whereupon they set their minds, their sons and their daughters, that he that escapeth in that day shall come unto thee to cause thee to hear it with thine ears? In that day shall thy mouth be opened to him which is escaped, and thou shalt speak and be no more dumb, and thou shalt be a sign unto them, and they shall know that I am the Lord. Amen, amen. They should know that I am the Lord. Hallelujah. The fall of Jerusalem and her inhabitants. Amen. 24 of Ezekiel, again in the ninth year, in the tenth month, in the tenth day of the month, the word of Jehovah come unto me, come unto Ezekiel, saying, Son of man, write thee the name of the day, even of this selfsame day, the king of Babylon drew close unto Jerusalem this selfsame day. So the ninth year will be nine years into Jehoiachin's captivity. Amen. Because when we read in Ezekiel 1 verse 2, you can reference that. And this also is the same date that Jeremiah proclaimed that Babylon marched on Judah. Hallelujah. When you read in 2 Kings 25, 1 through 7 and Jeremiah 52 and 4. In the same year of Zedekiah, that when he reigned, also in the ninth year. So now, an utter of a parable unto the rebellious house, amen. So while the siege of Jerusalem begins, prophet Ezekiel is to pronounce a parable that will dispatch the herald events to come during the war. So Ezekiel had to go before the people. And let them know, because of you being a what? Rebellious house. Thus said 
the Lord Jehovah. He was set on to dream, set on also, and pour water on it. And he will gather pieces thereof into it, even every good piece, the thigh and the shoulder. Fill it with the choice bone, meaning all the members of the body. Because it takes all the members of the body to work together. So if one member of the body is not working together, that can destroy the whole body. So that's like our human body. If the arm would not work with the shoulder, how could the hand have the ability to write? The hand need the wrist, the wrist need the arm, and the arm need the shoulder, and the shoulder needs every component of every muscle and ligament and bone in order to give the hand the ability to move its corpus. Amen. So therefore, the members of the body has to work together collectively. The head cannot move without the neck. The neck cannot move without the head. The head, the neck cannot move. The, the, the shoulders need the neck to connect to, to have stability to move its joints, its muscles, its bones. So everybody, I mean, every bone and ligament and muscle in the human body need one another, just like in the body of Christ. We need one another. Hallelujah. Every gift needs to work collectively with one another. Everybody need to love one another. But in this case, they was a rebellious house. Amen. And because of them being a rebellious house, the Lord God is coming to bring his sword against this house. And he says, take the choice of the flock and also pile of wood for the bones on the churn and make it bore well. He's about to set them aflame. He's about to set them, hallelujah, to bar on fire. Amen. So therefore, they won't have the ability to, have, to be able to live because of what? Their rebellious. Amen. So Jerusalem and her inhabitants are represented as a pot with flesh boiling away to death by the fires of war. So listen. These, they're going to come up against you, and you're not going to win. Usually, me, Jehovah, Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, and all the names you can call, I answer unto thee. But because of your rebellious ways, when you call unto me, I will not hear you. And when you call unto me to defend you in the war that you're about to go in, I will not hear you because of you having a rebellious heart. So therefore, know that you will not win this battle. Know that this battle will not be won. Amen. So therefore, it says, Wherefore thus said the Lord Jehovah, Woe to the bloody city, to the challenging whose rust is therein. So now, these scriptures seem to further explain the parable. Amen. So Judah was guilty of what? Shedding innocent blood. And was to be thereby punished. So I tell people, you don't have to worry about trying to get people back. God will fight for us. God will stand in, in the gap for us. So when people think that they're getting away 
with hurting us or doing whatever type of negative thing they're trying to do to what destroy us only in a little while the lord god shall revenge shall come and work on our behalf amen so they was punishing and shedding innocent blood so therefore their punishment was now there was no shame in their doing you know when people know they're hurting people they just hurt people they just keep hurting people they don't care about how they hurt you they just hurt you and they don't have no feelings in doing it they just want to see you hurt they just want to see you in pain they just want to see you down and out but one thing i do know for certain and one thing i do know for sure god is a god that sees all he knows all he's a god that's everywhere so you don't have to worry about what people do unto you because god will fight on your behalf but they were doing things that they knew was not right they were shedding innocent blood meaning that they were putting people hallelujah to death they were doing things that was out of the norm to innocent people sometimes we are innocent people and people continue to try to harm us continue to try to do things behind our back but one thing i do know for certain god reveals all because god is all knowing he's all seeing and he's a god that's everywhere but they had no shame in their doing judah murdered the innocent and left their blood uncovered like so what so what we hurt them by what we said about them i'm just using some parables for today's world what we're going through today so what how i hurt them even though i know that it will hurt them the most you know people do things just out of spite they do things because they want to see you cry they do things because they don't want to see nothing good come out of your life because maybe they want revenge or maybe they just not good people judah continue to murder the innocent and continue to leave their blood uncovered amen it's like bare rocks that could not absorb the blood amen the the, the rusty pot would be barred and then taken from the fire meaning the inhabitant hallelujah would be killed and some taken captive amen just like ezekiel said whoa Anytime that word W-O-E come, you know God is angry. Woe unto thee. Woe unto them. Woe. Hallelujah. Not a good word. Woe to the bloody city. My God, my God. So when you hear the woe, it's not good. But Ezekiel had to pronounce woe upon the city. There will be such a war, amen, that they would never forget. A war that would be so deadly and so bloody and so just on fire. They would never forget this war. And the Lord God continued to speak, 
hallelujah, to Ezekiel. He said, therefore, thus said the Lord Jehovah, woe to the bloody city. For those that's just joining us, Jehovah 24, chapter 24, hallelujah, verses 9, verse 9, all the way through 14, rereading. Uh, we've already read the reading of the word. I'm just going back and paraphrasing some of the scriptures as we break down the word of God. Amen. Therefore, says the Lord Jehovah, woe to the bloody city. I also would make the pile great. Amen. Keep on the wood, make the fire hot and it will boil and well the flesh and make thick like the broth. Come on. So the Lord had attempted to cleanse Judah through the prophet's message. Yet Judah rejected it. You know, like some of us, the Lord is coming to tell us that what we're doing and what we're saying is not good. But we are rejecting the Lord's word because we don't like the sender we don't like the person that's presenting it but the thing is it's not about the person who is presenting it what is god saying what god's saying is more important than anything so judah was rejecting and mocking and despising the word that ezekiel was given like with that prophet he little boy small boy he knows nothing are you serious i like they may say to you small girl she knows nothing oh woman she knows nothing oh she haven't been in ministry that long or he haven't been knowing god that long they know nothing but god used them to come and tell you because their hearts was right their hearts was receptive so god can use them see when god can use a person who has a receptive heart, meaning that they receive the things of God, that they humble themselves under the mighty hands of God. God will speak to them. God will show them great and mighty things. God will drop mysteries and revelations into their minds. Wisdom, words of wisdom. And sometimes we look at the outer core instead of hearing the spirit of the Lord. We miss the spirit of the Lord, because we've been praying and we've been praying and we've been asking. And because we don't like the sender, because we don't like the ones who delivering it, we miss God. We miss him because we don't listen. We mock them. We say, oh, did you see that small boy, that small girl, what they have to say? They're not no prophet. They're not no apostle. They're not this. They're not that. Pay them no mind. But it was the answer that they was asking for from God. So they mocked and despised the word of the prophet. Amen. See, even Jeremiah warned Judah. So this ain't the first time that Judah was warned. All the prophets down the line had to warn Judah. He they warned Jeremiah warned Judah for what twenty three years. Yet. They rejected his words. Okay, Jeremiah 25, 1 through 5. I want to go there. Let's go there. Jeremiah. Let's go to the book of Jeremiah. Hallelujah. God bless you. Jeremiah 25, verse 1 through 5. Let's read it. It says, the word that came to Jeremiah concerning all the people of Judah in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Joad, 
Josiah, king of Judah, which was the first year of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, which Jeremiah the prophet spoke to all the people of Judah and to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, saying, From the thirteenth year of Josiah, the son of Amon, king of Judah, even to this day, this is the twenty-third year in which the word of the Lord has come to me, and I have spoken to you, rising early and speaking, but you have not listened. And the Lord has sent to you all his servants, the prophets, rising early and sending them, but you have not listened, nor inclined your ear to hear. They said, repent now, every one of his evil way and his evil doing and dwell in the land that the Lord has given to you and your fathers forever and ever. And it says this, I got to go on. It says, do not go after other gods to serve them and worship them and do not provoke me to anger with the works of your hands and I will not harm you. Yet you have not listened to me, says the Lord, that you might provoke me into anger with the works of your hands to your own hurt. Therefore, says the Lord of hosts, because you have not heard my words, amen, come on, and then it began to say what was going to happen. So 23 years prior, Jeremiah, they still did not listen what does saith the Lord God? He was letting them know, repent, turn from your wicked ways, turn from the things that is not of God. But they was not listening. They did not hear. It was all about what they wanted. Just like today, we don't hear God. We don't want the things of God. We want the things of our flesh. We want things right now. We want things to go the way we want things to go. We want to go where we want to go. We want to do what we want to do. We want to be with who we want to be with. When that is not the plan of God. But because the prophet is over here, because she is over there, and he's over there, and the money is over here, and the business is over there, and the women is over there, the men are over there, the the, the, the materialistic stuff is over there, the, the members is over here. Come on, we are going after our own flesh. What about the vision that God gave us? God gave us a vision for the house of God. We have moved away from the vision that God has given to us. To preach the gospel, to preach God's word, to tell them repent, repent and turn from their wicked ways. Turn means to get away from what's evil. Turn means to move away from what's not good. Turn means to back away, get out of things that is not um, good to you, that's not going to benefit you, that's not going to bring life to you. So turn means to go the other way and go to what is good. Go to what is life. Go to what is going to bring something productive, something positive, something that is going to bring glory to God. But we continue to go and turn to things that's going to bring glory to men. That's right. They were worshiping other gods. Just like today, we're worshiping other gods. We're worshiping our money. We worship in our cars. We worship in people. We worship in buildings. When the work is outside the building, the people is not about in the building. 
The people are out the building. God give us the building, the milk, the the, 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 the mortar and brick to come to study, to show ourselves approved, then to go back out and to what? Spread the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ, to, 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 to preach the gospel, to tell them, to show them, to observe all things in the word of God, to lead them to God's word and allow the spirit of God to move in them, to bring them back to him. But we are not doing that. We're doing the opposite. We're worshiping other gods. We're worshiping things that's not bringing glory to God. But we keep saying, it's God. We have a revivals for God. We have a programs for God. We're doing this for God. But at the end of the day, there's no change. At the end of the day, no one is being made whole. It's the same stuff, the same dumb, but nobody is being made whole. Amen. It is just an outward appearance. Nothing inward is changing. Nothing inward is reforming. Nothing inward is transforming. Nothing inward is transitioning into its positioning in order to move in the things of God. Turn. Repent. Still, they're not doing it. So they even rejected Jeremiah's word. So the city of Jerusalem was filthy. Something that's filthy is dirty. Real dirty. Filthy means like it is beyond dirty. Meaning like, oh my God, I cannot even take it. You know, sometimes when you go in some people's houses, Lord, have mercy. It is just filthy. But we expect them to come into the house of God and take care of the things of the house of God in the way that they're living. It's filthy. And not just in a brick and mortal building, but their lives is filthy. Their, their, their temple is filthy. Their minds is filthy. Their thoughts is filthy. Their words is filthy. Everything about them is filthy, but they put on sheep clothing like they're clean and white and pure, but their hearts are filthy. Come on, filthy is just not something on the surface, but it's within. Hallelujah. They was filthy. After the habits were brought, the city itself was to be blazed with fire. The fire of God will come through and set it ablaze. Because he was tired. God was tired of their mischief. God was tired of their disobedience. Amen. See, Jehovah takes the life. Amen. Not only of the people, but just to let them know he's serious. Come on now. Now hold on. You telling me, Ezekiel. The man of God who is doing what God is telling him to do and going where God is telling him to go and pronouncing what God is telling him to pronounce. But at the end of the day, you're telling me that God can use things with even those that are faithful to show those that are unfaithful that he is serious? How fair is that? How, how fair is it for me to suffer and I'm obeying and I'm doing God's will, but something happens to me just to show those that are not doing what they're supposed to do, that God is not playing. Oh, my God, have mercy on me. Oh, God, I feel that that is not fair. But at the end of the day, 
That is what God did to Ezekiel. He takes the life of Ezekiel's wife that he may teach the captives a lesson. Glory to God. Here it is, 24 and 15. It says, also the word of Jehovah came to me saying, son of man, behold, I take away from thee the desire of their eyes with a stroke. Yet they neither mourn nor weep, neither their tears run down, sound but a loud, make no mourning for the dead, bind the head tore upon thee, and put their shoes upon their feet, and cover not their lips, and eat not the bread of man. So I spoke unto the people in the morning, as even my wife died, Abashaya, my God, and I did in the morning as I was commanded. How faithful! God let him know. He said, Oh, son of man, I will take away the, the desire of their eyes with the stroke. What was his desire? His desires was his wife. His eyes was upon his wife. Was he putting too much, you know, um, on his wife? We don't know. All we know is that God let him know. He didn't do it. In secret. He didn't do it like in a suddenly. He told him what he was going to do. God loved him that much that he could prepare him. But how could you be prepared for something like that? To happen just like that. And then not to mourn. And, and not to um, have grief. Ah, come on now. Only Jehovah can help you do something like that. So the desires of Ezekiel's eyes was on his wife. So Jehovah would take her away with a stroke, a sudden death inflicted by God. My God. See, Ezekiel's reaction to that, amen, we don't know. But I know it was a hurtful one, amen. Because Jehovah commanded that Ezekiel not mourn the death of his wife, meaning no tears. Come on. He wasn't supposed to show no mourning expressions. Come on, that's hard. It's hard not to show that somebody that you love so much that can be taken away from you so soon, just like that, and show no emotion, show no hurt, no pain, nothing, nobody or nothing but God. Only God can strengthen you to do that. Come on now. At least if after he got done with all of this, he can at least have somebody to go back to his wife. But even in the midst of Judah and their so despicable sin, he lost his wife in it. When he was doing what he was called to do, Ezekiel, God said, no tears is to fall down on your face. None, not a one. Ezekiel was not to eat the bread of mourners either. Meaning that when others mourn, he could not mourn with them. He could not eat the bread with them. You know, after we have a funeral, we have a reception. So just imagine I'm at the funeral. The Lord is saying, don't you cry. And everybody's looking like, well, you just lost your husband. You just lost your wife. Come on, you just lost your children. Oh, and you're not crying? Tears.
you, you didn't love them? You didn't care for them? It was nothing to you? No, it's not that. It is a command. I have to be in obedience unto God. You wouldn't understand. People wouldn't understand that. They wouldn't understand it. The first thing they'll do is, oh, he must not love her. She must not love him. Oh, she must not love them. Oh, they was cheating or this or that. Come on. Negativity. Negative, negative words. When it was an act of obedience. Obedience of Ezekiel. He said, no, you cannot eat the bread of the mourners. Meaning bread that the people will prepare and bring to him out of the sympathy for the dead. You know, when people bring things, when you lose somebody, you couldn't eat. Hallelujah. So even this was such a dramatic situation. Hallelujah. They were soaring over the death of Ezekiel's wife. But still, Judah was still disobeying God. And when they asked him questions about his lack of sorrow, he was to respond that, come on, in the same manner the heavens of Jerusalem will react when they lost their wives and sons and daughters to the fiery of the Lord for their sins. Couldn't say anything. Amen. Nothing at all. And and it says, Now, and thou, son of man, shall it not be the day when I take from them their strength, the joy of their glory, the desire of their eyes, and that whereupon they set their hearts, their sons, and their daughters, that in the day he that escapes shall come coming to thee to cause thee to hear, it will be thy ears. And that day shall be mouth be open to him in his gate. And thou shalt speak and be no more dumb. So shall they be a sign unto them. And they shall know that I am Jehovah. My God, my God. I, 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 I just don't have the words. I don't have the words. My God, my God. What we sacrifice just. To follow Christ. What we have to go through just to stay in obedience unto God. Are we willing to do that? Are we willing to give a, do away everything to stay in obedience unto God? Amen. So we give God the glory. We thank the Lord God that even in all this, hearing what Ezekiel had to go through. Losing his wife to teach the captives a lesson. What do we have to go through in order to teach us a lesson? To follow Christ. To do the right things. To, 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 to live right. Are we tired of suffering? We keep saying, oh, the devil this, the devil that. It's not the devil. Sometimes it is you. That's putting your family and yourself in danger because of what you're doing out of the will of God. What you're saying, what you're thinking, the places that you're going. When we're out of the hedge of protection, we not only miss God, 
But we lose that protection. And the enemy can come in like a flood. That's why in the book of Job, the Lord said, you can touch everything around him, but you can't touch him any that Job knew not to go after hands. Even though everybody else, his wife, his friends, everybody was trying to get him to curse God. He knew not to go outside that hedge because he knew that protection was within the hedge, inside of the hedge. God had already spoken it and told Satan what he could touch and what he could not touch. So when God has spoken, why do we continue to touch what's hot when we know that it will burn us? Why do we continue to touch what's hot and it continue to destroy us? And we continue to run and say, pray for me, pray for me. Oh, help me, help me. But God is trying to help us. He's trying to build us. He's trying to strengthen us. And we constantly have excuses why we don't come and sit up under, hallelujah, the presence of God. Why we don't come and learn and get up under the teachings of God. Because we have to do this or we got to do that or this is what's going on. But when we're in distress, when we're going through, we're the first ones to show up. We're the first ones to show out. So it's by God's grace that we continue to obey the things of God. Continue to listen to the things of God. Because chapter 25 is going to teach us. How an article against Amon, there was an article against Amon because of what? His disobedience. There was an article against the Moabites, an article against Edom. Edom. See, God is not playing. Hallelujah. God is not going to keep playing with us. Either we're in or we're out. We got to get this thing right, y'all. We can't continue to 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 touch the stove when we know it's hot we can't continue to to say the things that we know we should not say or do the things that we know we should not do amen so we give god the glory we give god the honor so our article against amen chapter 25 amen it says and the word of jehovah came to me saying son of man set the face toward the children of amen and prophesy against them and say unto the children of amen hear the word of the lord jehovah thus said the lord jehovah because thou says aha against my sanctuary when it was profane and against the land of israel when it was made dissolute, and against the house of judah and when they went into captivity therefore behold I will deliver thee to the children of the east for possession, and they shall set their encampments in thee, and make their dwellings in thee. They shall eat thy fruit, and they drink thy milk, and I will make Rabbah a stable for camels, and the children of Ammon a couching place for flocks. And you shall know that I am Jehovah. You better not mess with God's people. First of all, Ammon. The nation east of Jordan River had long been an enemy of God's people. Hallelujah. And there we find Jordan, the king of Judah, and the son of Uzziah fighting against them. When you read in 2 Chronicles 27, amen. And also it records in Jeremiah, amen. Balas, the king of the children of Ammon, decided to pay to have um, Gideon, excuse me, Gedaliah, 
amen, appointed of Judah as a governor, but was assassinated probably to further disrupt Judah, amen, when you read further in Jeremiah. But Jeremiah pronounced an article against Amon at Jeremiah in the book of Jeremiah, amen, and that was Jeremiah 49, hallelujah, 49, because they had taken possession of Gad. That was one of the territories east of Jordan at a point in time, amen, when Israel was weak, amen, along with Moab was the, was the um, descendants of Lot, right? When you read in Genesis chapter 19, yet they have fallen into um, gross idolatry, worshiping the God mem member Malcolm, amen, that's referenced that back in Jeremiah 49. But the long history of conflict and strain relations between Israel and Ammon is accumulated in the statement by Ammon towards Judah when he said, Aha, against my sanctuary when it was profane and against Israel when it was made desolate and against the house of Judah when they went into captivity. So to say Aha is to exercise contemptuous and malicious joy amen so jehovah made complaint against amen is that they exercise amen threats and malicious joy over the fact that judah had profaned the lord's sanctuary with their idolatry meaning that oh they took over the sanctuary. They not worshiping the true and living God. Now they're worshiping people. Now they're worshiping money. Now they're worshiping buildings. Now they're worshiping who can sing the best, who can prophesy the longest, who can lay hands the fastest. Come on now. They're worshiping those things instead of the true and living God. Hallelujah. And there's like saying that, oh, that's good. No, it's not good. We cannot worship nothing but God. But God, I'm not going to go deep into this because the time is now. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm going to cut right here. And I just want us to just go, those that may can see and those that cannot, we do have our announcements there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we got our service. That's right. Our Sunday service. Um, we thank you, Lord God, for the reading of the word. We thank you for the word on this evening, this morning, this afternoon in the book of Hallelujah, Ezekiel chapter 24, and we just read also Ezekiel chapter 25, verses 1 through 7. And on next week, by God's grace, hallelujah, we will pick back up in, um, um, excuse me, um, Ezekiel 25, uh, verse 8, and we'll read on down, um, and then we're going to be talking about an article against the Moabites, amen. But um, just to um, clear this one up, just to uh, rephrase verses 6 and 7 in um, 25, amen. We also want to know that um, because they were against the people of Jehovah, amen, so they were clapping their hands and they were stumping their feet, amen, meaning that they were rejoicing over them falling into what? Captivity, amen. So the Lord will continue to punish those who eat who are evil among his own people, yet those who are wicked, amen, the world over shall to be judged, amen. But at the end of the day, it's just like somebody, 
wishing you bad, somebody wishing that you would not succeed. You know, you got people that that come in your face and say, oh, we love you, apostle. Oh, we love you, pastor. Oh, we love you, evangelist, teacher, man, boy, girl. But then they go behind your back and they talk about you. They go behind your back and say vow things against you or like come against your ministry like, oh, the ministry, something must be going on with the ministry because this is what's going on, blah, blah, blah. You better be careful because God hear every word that you speak, every word that you say against his niggas, no matter what is be going on, it's God's church. It is God's house. Maybe God is doing what's going on in that house. We don't know. But even if God is not doing what's going on in that house, who are we to laugh and say aha to somebody? Who are we to laugh and say, oh, that's why it happened? Because if they were saying this or doing this, maybe this wouldn't have happened to them. Or maybe the people wouldn't have left there. Or maybe, no, who are we? We are not allowed to do that. That's why the Lord Jehovah was against them because they did such things, no matter if they was in the wrong. It's not our place to say aha to nobody because maybe the church closed or maybe um, the people went here or maybe this went there or their money ran out. It doesn't matter. Who are we to judge for one? Who are we to aha for two? And who are we to put down God's people for three? Let God be God. Let God judge who and what and when and where and why. It's not our place, but we do it behind closed doors. We get in our cliques, we get in our group, and we come and we try to figure out why this happened and why this going on over here and why they over there and why they saying this and why they're over there saying that. It's none of your business. You need to look in the speck in your own eye. Look, your own eye. Look at your own speck. You're looking at everybody else's speck. I'm speaking to those that are under the sound of my voice, including myself. Look at the speck in your own eye, in our own eye. If we learn to look in the speck in our own eye, we won't have time to judge somebody. We won't have to have time. We go to sleep worrying about somebody else more than what we worry about for ourselves. We don't even supposed to be worrying anyway. The Bible says for us not to what? Not to worry. Not to worry. Not to worry about what we're going to wear, what we're going to eat. Nothing. Did the lilies of the field worry how they were going to come back up in the spring? Do the trees worry when they turn brown or when they're going to turn green? Come on now. Do the dirt worry when it's time for the snow to melt and for the soil to come so that the flowers can come in spring? Do they worry? No, you just see them blooming. But we worry. We worry about everything else, everybody else, and just just, just something that don't even include us. Quit worrying about what don't include you. You you go to sleep worrying about somebody else. You go to sleep thinking about, it's, it's just too much. That's why you're stressed. That's why you, because you're worrying about what doesn't matter. Let God be God. You say, oh, I don't care. Oh, no, but in your mind, you're thinking about trying to figure them out. Oh, well, why are they over here? Well, why are they doing this? Why is this happening over here? You got so much worry about on somebody else that you can't even put your own household in order. Can't even put your own mind in order. Because you're worrying about everything in everybody else's house. Worry about you. Worry about the speck in your own eye. And pray for somebody. That's what you do. Why don't you just pray for somebody? Help somebody in prayer. Let's pray for them. Let's not talk about them. Let's not gossip about them. Let's not so this. Okay, they may have did something wrong. Okay, they may didn't get it right. Why are you going to tell the A, B, C, and D? 
Oh, I'll go over there because maybe this is what's going on over there because it's only so-and-so over here. I'm just going to go over here. The thing is, maybe you're supposed to be over there. But because you see A and B over there, you want to run over there. But that's why you're not being blessed. Your, your fields is dry because you're over in the wrong place. We go where we think the grass is greener on the other side and it's not even green at all. It is bare. And we continue to go through that revolving door over and over and over again. And we keep wondering why. Why are we going through the revolving door? Because you're going in the wrong door. You're going in the door that keep going around and around instead of a door that's going to take you into where you're supposed to go. And then make you help you leave when it's time for you to leave. So I hope that's something that we said today in our biblical study, amen, that will help us, amen, to teach us a lesson so that we can turn and repent. Because anytime the Lord begins to speak to us, quit looking at the messenger, quit looking so much at the deliverer on their outer but hear the heart and the spirit of God in which they're speaking. Because you've been praying, you've been asking. And because they don't look like you, they don't sound like you, they don't come from where you come from, you don't think it's God. And you're missing it. And you keep on saying, well, Lord, I'm faithful, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I done sent them. I done dropped the boat out the sky and you still said, I'm waiting on God. I don't let the car drive by, I'm waiting on God. I don't let this, I'm waiting on God. Hey, I've already come. And you let me pass you by every time saying you waiting on me. No, you want it to look like what you want to look at. It is not like that. It's how I want it to look. It's how I want it to sound. And it's going to do what I want it to do if you receive it. So know them by the Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen and glory to God. May God bless everybody. I thank everybody for joining us. That's right, SOAR International Outreach Network. That's right, our biblical studies every thursday 6 30 eastern standard time p.m to 7 30 eastern standard time p.m so make sure you join us we got a lot of great things that's coming on amen hallelujah our new year's is coming up hallelujah going into 2023 i said it's going to be the best year of our life amen hallelujah and we we're going to be sending out some information for our crossover service amen hallelujah glory to god and i pray in the mighty name of jesus that you continue to follow us amen on our youtube channel that is soar international outreach network hallelujah our soar tv international outreach tv hallelujah station you can also follow us on our um, satellite radio reveal to redeem station as well amen continue to follow us on zoom and hallelujah god be the glory we also have so many different podcasts you can follow us on apple we just got on apple so we'll be setting that all the way up amen so you'll be listening to the apple podcast as well as podcasters popping and all so many other 25 different podcasters as we're reaching over 297 countries over the world we thank the lord god for stretching us so far amen to be a blessing to others to spread the gospel of our lord jesus christ because it's all about spreading the gospel of our lord jesus christ the good news of jesus amen so that our salvation can come all throughout the land hallelujah amen and glory to god so may god bless you may god keep you and we thank you again for joining us soar international outreach network our biblical services amen studies amen i am lady apostle and until next time may god bless you know that we do have the food pantry available for you you can call 513-494-6330
excuse me, 6678-513-494-6678, and someone will get back with you if you need food. We also have our spiritual pastoral counseling services every Tuesday and Wednesday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. So call in on our line 15-minute segments, 513-494-6678. Don't forget our Sunday service, 845 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Amen. And we're still doing our 21 days of prayers in the month of December, 5 a.m. Hallelujah. So come on, let's pray and believe God, amen, for what he has for us. So may God bless you, may God keep you, and that we thank you again for joining us in Jesus' name. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Let your people receive it. Let your people go with on good ground. Press down, shaking up, running over in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord God, if anybody, Lord God, under the sound of my voice, they do not know you, but would like to have you as their Lord and Savior. Right now, Lord God, I ask you to forgive them of all of their sins. And Lord God, let them confess with their mouth, believe in their heart that you are their Lord and Savior and that you died for them and that you are accepting them into your beloved hands right now as their, as your son or daughter in Jesus' name. And we thank you now. You have joined in with us in the kingdom of God as sons of God, daughters of God. Amen. So may the Lord God bless you and may the Lord God also present to you the precious um, spirit, Holy Spirit the gift that come unto you freely in Jesus' name. Only if you open up your mouth wide, you shall receive. And may God bless you. And I pray that the Lord God will divinely connect you. Amen. In Jesus' name. To those that God will have you connect to, to help you, move you, and guide you as the Holy Spirit will teach you all things in Jesus' name. God bless you. Amen. And glory to God. God bless you. Thank you. <laughs>